Good morning. Ah, having a morning cup of joe. I know Doug likes to hear that. <laughs> morning cup of joe. Not a spot to tea. No. Morning cup of joe. And the reason why is because I've been having several morning cups of joe. I was up before four. Couldn't sleep. Probably like a lot of you who can't sleep. Because maybe we've we've taken on a bit too much and the mind can't handle it. Too much, right? Too much news. Too many views and too many yous in the way. Don't surround yourself with so many people. They'll take up too much of you. It is true. Less is truly more. You know, the Roman Empire bit off more than it could chew. What did that do for them? I think you know the history on that. And then, well, before them, wasn't it the Persian Empire? We can go right down the list. Empires love to take on more than they can chew, kind of like governments. You know, the problem with the government is that you can't feed it so much because the bigger it gets, the smaller you get. And the more they take to make sure that you don't grow. Feeding the beast. You have to starve the beast and feed yourself. The British Empire, more than they could chew. What about the United States of America? To some degree, it could look like we stopped at the Pacific Ocean. But ideologically, we have been engaged in countries, wars all over the world in a type of colonization, subtitle 1A. Kind of a, a new version of colonization. Right? Don't really need to plant our flag on your capital. We'll just tag it. And now look what we've done. That's why we've had political debate about getting out of wars. Companies take on more than they can chew, and then governments try to break them up. The famous AT&T breakup. Or petroleum companies. When we look at monopolies, conglomerates that have too much power in the marketplace, like they might have too much power in the geopolitical face. And we try to figure out why. Why do we do that? Don't we want more power? Well, of course. But there is that principle of it becoming unmanageable, uncontainable, unsustainable. And then we have to do what? Figure out a way to move forward without dragging our tails because we've got too much luggage. You've taken on too much. You've gone on the plane and it cost you more when it didn't cost you at all. But the plane has to calibrate the weight and they estimate or guesstimate the weight per passenger. 
and what's allowable for that plane to lift off the ground. An X amount of weight is allowable per passenger. And they have a window that they allow. But you've taken on too much and then you've gone on vacation. And you can hardly move from one place to another because you bought too much luggage. Too many things. I'll never forget my first trip into Europe. Of course, I wasn't a world traveler. A continental traveler within the United States, but not a world traveler. Oh, yeah, I made the mistake that most of you make. I, what did I do? I brought too much. <laughs> too many items that I would never use and two big containers to put them in. Unnecessary. Encumbered myself, made it difficult for myself to move around. Disabled my own mobility. Well, I learned on my second and my third trip not to do that and how I would have more fun and experience more of the mission that I was on by having less baggage. And sometimes that baggage, if it's not in luggage, is with the people you're traveling with. You're better off alone. You get encumbered, inhibited, and obstructed by all the things you think you need or want and you don't at all. Unnecessary. Now look in your closets. How many of those shoes do you wear? How many of those shirts have you worn in the last year? What about the jackets, the suit jackets? How many of those have you put on? Look in your kitchen. Have you used all those dishes? When is the last time that you brought out your china? Those special dishes. What about that pot? Have you used that pot lately? Look in your cupboards. Age-old boxes of food. So unless you're storing it for the apocalypse or the nuclear explosion or the invasion of the Martians, the earthquake, the solar flare, what are you doing? Do you really need that? Do you need all of that? And do you really need all those bullets? Really? All that ammunition? What are you doing? Forming a militia? Too much. Too much. And here comes spring right around the corner. And you're going to do what? The spring clean out from all of the excess, all of the hoarding, all of the unnecessary buying and the regifting of all of those Christmas gifts that you have given or were given. Don't need. Because something in your mind has told you that if I buy, it makes me feel as if I am successful I am happy. I am well. And it's actually killing you. Taking up unnecessary space. You don't need it. You don't even want it. You're just too busy to sit down with you and actually open up your own heart and mind and say to yourself, what do I really need? What do I really want? And why do I have all of this? I don't need it. So you can find a mission. Instead of saying the government is excessive and the government asks too much and the government wants too much, the government seems that it needs too much and demands too much. While you are the government, do you not recognize that the government is you? They're only doing what you do because they come from you. All of those people in the Congress, the Senate, aren't they your neighbors? 
Weren't they people that you went to school with or your parents went to school with? Weren't they in your city first as a city councilman or a business person? Didn't you know them? They all are you. The government is a mirror that holds itself up for the people to see who they are and what they look like. They are a reflection of us. Get your house in order. Remove the clutter. Live more efficiently. More sufficiently. Perfectly. More joyfully. Clear it out. Clear it out. And breathe.